everybody and welcome again to a, the Faber podcast and this is a podcast where we talk about children, their behaviors, their development and how to best support them. We have been doing a series on disabilities in children and how to help uh, children who may have a disability to get the best experience out of life. I'm your host, Dr. Lillian Kerubo, a pediatrician and behavior enthusiast. Welcome to this week's episode. Remember to like, to comment, to share, and let us know what you think about the episode. This week, we are talking about learning disabilities or intellectual disabilities. Learning disabilities are difficulties in understanding, processing, or manipulating the information that is presented to us so that we can then uh, change our behavior uh, in response to our surroundings. So the process of learning is an intricate and uh, lifelong process that happens in every individual. And learning does not necessarily have to happen in school. Every time you experience a stimulus, every time you experience, uh, you get new information, uh, the human mind is programmed to receive that information, to process it, to see what parts of it are relevant, to store parts of it in our memory, and then alter our behavior in response to the information that we have received from the stimulus. And that is what we call the process of learning. However, due to some challenges, uh, some children are not able to have uh, this process uh, go on smoothly um, or to basically end up with the results that uh, we would expect them to when exposed to a particular stimulus. So um, how do you suspect or what will make you think that a child might have a learning disability? Some of the things that we see in children who may have a learning disability include uh, struggling with directions. There are children who beyond the age of five or six are still struggling to know the difference between left or right. They're struggling to know uh, forwards and backwards. They're struggling to know, um, you know, even to remember the, the path home from a, a relatively uh, common distance that they have used severally. Uh, perhaps you go for a, ch for a walk with your child every day uh, around your neighborhood and at age seven or age six, they're still not familiar with the, with the journey or the path. That could signify that your child has a learning disability. If your child has trouble staying seated or paying attention for a considerable period of time, of course, we don't expect children to stay seated for an hour, but uh, we expect a five or six year old to be able to stay seated for at least 10 to 15 minutes. So if your child is unable to do this, it could be a signal that your child has a learning disability. If your child uh, forgets previously mastered concepts or knowledge, let's say your child had mastered um, the, let the alphabet um, by age five and then they later on forget it, it could be a clue that they may be having a learning disability. If your child has difficulty writing, um, drawing or coloring uh, uh, inappropriate for their age, for example, we expect uh, a six-year-old child to be able to write their name. So if your child at six years is struggling to uh, write down their name, is struggling to shade within the lines, uh, it's struggling to draw simple shapes like um, a circle or a square, it could be a clue that they, uh, they may be having a learning disability. If your child consistently gets low grades despite adequate effort 
to learn the material uh, either by the child themselves or the parent or the teacher it could also be a clue that they may be having a learning disability so it's not always um, the case that a child who performs poorly in school simply uh, doesn't want to apply themselves it could be that they have applied themselves to the best of their ability the teacher could have done uh, you know they could have given their efforts um, to the best of their ability however the child may be having a learning disability uh, if you notice that your child has difficulty in applying the knowledge that they have gained uh, uh, and generalizing it to the rest of their lives for example um, once your child has been taught the concept of addition uh, simple number addition it is uh, the expectation that the child should apply uh, that concept to other areas of their lives maybe when they are playing and they are sharing out toys and they are sharing out snacks um, these are areas where you assess whether the concepts that have been taught have been generalized to the other areas of their life so if you notice that uh, your child is having challenges doing that um, could be a clue that your child may be having a learning disability uh, what causes learning disabilities in children there are many causes of learning disabilities in children and we're not going to list all of them we're just going to talk about some uh, that may be common uh, or that we see more frequently uh, especially in Kenya and in Africa uh, the commonest causes of learning disabilities are developmental disorders such as uh, ADHD autism spectrum disorder cerebral palsy um, and other genetic illnesses such as fragile X this is because the brains of these children work differently and therefore they learn differently and so if we use the same methods to assess their intelligence we are likely to encounter um, learning challenges so it's important to know that when a child has a developmental disorder their methods of learning their methods of um, uh, processing information is very different therefore the methods that we use to assess uh, their intelligence should also be different uh, children who are malnourished who don't have adequate nutrition who are underweight uh, also end up having learning disabilities because the brain is also starved of nutrition and when the brain is starved of nutrition it will not perform the functions that it is supposed to be doing such as memorization understanding um, and um, generalization uh, children who are neglected or who suffer emotional trauma also end up having learning disabilities because a lot of um, the trauma has affected uh, the functioning of the brain. This is very common with children who have been sexually assaulted, physically assaulted, children who are orphans, children who have experienced civil war or who are internally displaced person. Often their grades uh, slip and often we, uh, they don't perform too well uh, in school because of the trauma that they have experienced. Children who experience traumatic brain injuries, maybe they were involved in, a, in an accident and they suffered uh, brain damage, also uh, may end up having learning disabilities. We also notice um, learning disabilities in children who have diseases such as meningitis, kidney disease or heart failure. This is because these are chronic diseases that affect the uh, metabolism of the body and so uh, the ability of the brain to process and uh, remember information is affected when you have a chronic illness uh, adolescents and young adults who um, participate in drug abuse also affect their learning ability uh, it's it's common to see grades slipping when uh, young adults and adolescents start abusing drugs especially drugs such as um, 
cannabis, cocaine, and heroin. Children who grow up in extreme poverty, uh, who uh, experience a language barrier, or who experience a mental illness also often have learning disabilities. And children who have other disabilities, such as blindness and deafness, if these disabilities are not accommodated, uh, may also end up having a learning disability. So how do we support children who may have learning disabilities? Uh, the first thing we should do is to have a discussion with our children uh, and their teachers or those who are involved in training them so that we find out what strengths and what weaknesses our children have. Perhaps the learning style or the teaching style that is being used to train the child is not appropriate for the child's development or the child's abilities. For example, if um, the, 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 the teacher um, the teacher's expectation is that the child will um, memorize all the information that has been presented to them. Uh, a child who has um, cerebral palsy may struggle with that expectation, for example. However, if uh, the child is educated or trained in a manner that they are able to receive it, maybe by using teaching aids, maybe by using um, modeling, or maybe by using role models this child is able to understand and grasp the information better the other uh, thing we can do is to help our children especially particularly those who may have adhd because one of their challenges is uh, paying attention so what we can do with them is to repeat um, the information that was given to them in class perhaps when they get home we can give them uh, remedial classes or uh, extra coaching basically increase the exposure the exposure of the child to the information increase the, the the touch points so that their chances of remembering their chances of understanding and their chances of generalizing are increased the other thing we can do with our children is to find out their learning style as we've mentioned some children learn by modeling others by observation others by um, acting out or role-playing other children other children learn by um, uh, exp uh, budding them up with another child and they, they learn by observing their peer uh, performing the task or um, you know manipulating the objects uh, so it's important to learn how our children prefer to learn or are able to learn so that we can incorporate the, those learning styles into their everyday activities. It's also important to celebrate small milestones Often as parents, we get so caught up with our expectations of our children that we forget to celebrate their small wins. We often expect all children to get, you know, a very high grades and score all A's. And we forget that for a child, even moving from a 10% to a 20% is a great milestone. So as parents, let's remember to uh, celebrate the small, the small wins. Uh, we should also assist our children to get skills or vocational training that can be used later on uh, as a means of sustenance. Remember that not all children are gifted academically and not all children will thrive in an office setup. There are children who thrive in the field, there are children who thrive in the industries, and there are children who thrive uh, when they um, uh, work using their hands. Not everyone uh, thrives when we put them in front of a computer, for example. So it's important to know what your child's skills are, what your child's abilities are, and to assist them uh, in becoming the best that they can be in that field and in that uh, vocation. Um, the other thing we can do as parents and guardians is to apply for and to follow through with learning supports that are offered. 
uh, we now have a lot of um, educational assessment centers that are able to assess children who have learning disabilities and offer uh, learning supports. Uh, of course, as uh, Africa and as uh, Kenya, we are still trailing behind in the supports that are available to our children. Most of the time, the supports available have to be purchased and have to be uh, have to be, um, you know, the financial burden is transferred to the parent, which should not be the case. All children should be supported by the state to learn. And uh, children with disabilities uh, are often left behind uh, because what they need to learn um, is considered expensive and is considered um, unnecessary. And so you find the parent is bearing the financial brunt of um, supporting this child through their education. Uh, some of the supports required may be um, hearing aids, uh, maybe uh, braille, you know, text, uh, books written in braille. Uh, they may be in the form of a special seat or a special chair that can uh, be used in class with a special table. Uh, some of the supports required may be uh, robotics uh, because some of the children may not be able to use their hands or uh, may, they may not be able to um, copy what is on the board. Uh, so all these are learning supports that are available uh, elsewhere that should be available to all children who may have uh, learning uh, disabilities. Don't forget to share this episode with somebody who you think may benefit from it. And remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We are going to take a small break, as is our norm. And we shall see you when we come back. In the meantime, I am accessible through my socials on Twitter, on Instagram, and on my uh, website, www.diffaba.org. And I will put those on the show notes and you can be able to reach me anytime. Uh, Till next time, bye-bye.